Welcome to the Outsourcing Former Podcast. I'm Alexandria Pesic. Patient fraud is becoming a problem in clinical trials, with a growing number of participants enrolling in multiple studies to earn money, endangering their own safety and damaging the quality of the research being carried out. I spoke to Kerry Weinstein, Research Director for New York Clinical Trials Research Facility Acumed, who explained more about this astonishing practice and the trial fraudsters or guinea piggers behind it. So what's a guinea pigger? A guinea picker is someone who plays with the research system, if you will. They participate in more than one clinical trial at a time, and that is not allowed. So they go into two, three, four, multiple clinical trials at the same time. Why is clinical trial fraud happening, and how does it affect the outcome of clinical trials and the people engaging in the activity? Clinical fraud happens for a number of different reasons. One may be due to bad economy. People are looking for a way to supplement their income. Or some individuals are guilty of clinical fraud because they need retirement money. And and their current, you know, Social Security, et cetera, is just not enough for their lifestyle. And they need extra monies. Or people may be unemployed and just need money in general. Um, and also oncology patients are guilty of clinical fraud because they're afraid and they, they so desperately want active treatment. So they're trying a number of different cli- you know, clinical trials at the same time because they're desperate for their own health and they may be desperate for their family's financial future. How big a problem is clinical trial fraud in the pharmaceutical industry? Clinical trial fraud is huge. In a recent web-based survey of over 1,000 people, you could see that over 12% of subjects who participate in clinical trials are dual enrolling, are participating in multiple trials at the same time. 20% of subjects are participating in more than three clinical trials a year. Um, and we didn't, you know, there was no limit on that top number, so we don't know if people are participating in four, five, seven trials in a year. And about 15% of people knew other guinea piggers or knew other people who were doing multiple trials. And when people do multiple clinical trials and there is clinical fraud, the outcome of clinical trials is affected in so many ways because ineligible subjects are enrolling into trials that they're not eligible eligible for and it skews the data. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, subjects are not divulging their past research history, their past medicines, their past medical history, and some of those things might make them ineligible for a clinical trial. When professional guinea piggers go into studies, they may throw away the medication, which obviously skews the study medication safety profile and efficacy profile because we don't know the true results. These you know, patients are just returning to the site and saying what they think the principal investigator or the research site staff, you know, wants to hear. And then once again, you're affecting the validity of the data and possibly raising placebo effect rates falsely. So how do you prevent it? What role can CROs and researchers that run these trials do to help combat the issue? I mean, I think that everyone in clinical research has to play a part. And because it's a huge problem... CROs and researchers can demand that a verification process be put into place where at the site level we can start to verify whether or not this patient is participating in any other clinical trial at a time. You know, we need to be proactive and take steps towards improving the safety of our industry. So I believe the site level 
CROs, the sponsor level have to be proactive. We need to put a system into place that can ensure the safety of clinical trials, ensure that the data has high integrity, and that the patients will be safe. Would you say it's it's the role of the researchers to run background checks, or, or do you think that the people who enroll in these trials should should just tell the truth? I don't think the patients will just tell the truth, to be honest with you. I think many people do, but I feel that there has to be another step in research to ensure that we're getting the correct information. You know, the biggest concern is the consumer. When we take medications or when we give medications to our children, we want to ensure safety. So there needs to be a system in place. There's one company called Verify Clinical Trials that is trying to set up this system where they can ensure that patients are not dual enrolling or not guinea pigging. Because when patients do enroll, it's becoming a growing dangerous phenomenon in our industry that nobody's taking responsibility for. And at the site level, at the CRO level, the sponsor level, the regulatory level, we all have to really follow a system like verified clinical trials. Have you ever actually caught a guinea pig in action? I've caught many guinea piggers in action. I had a patient who returned the wrong study medication to me. Instead of returning a study medication from a certain study, he returned the wrong bottle from a different site, and the site was 40 miles away. It wasn't next door. And I asked him numerous questions, and he did this as part of his job, if you will. He really made substantial monies gaming or playing the system. I had another subject who told me that he couldn't come a certain day because he had to be at his sleep lab. And, you know, once again, anytime there's dual enrollment, you must early terminate the subject. So it's not only for the patient's safety, it's for the sponsor because you're getting bad data, it's for the site, you're losing a patient and someone must be early terminated. I would say I've been doing research for 20 years now. I think I've probably caught anywhere between 10 and 15 subjects just at our one site. So when you look at it across a state or across a country, it, it is a dangerous phenomenon that's happening. And what should global regulators be doing to help put a stop to this? Well, I, I think global regulators have to take a stand and have to demand higher levels for e- every protocol to ensure the safety of the research participants. So putting a system into place to ensure that a good qualified subject are enrolled and to improve the data integrity it has to ultimately ensure the safety of our consumers, the safety of the current research patients and the safety of our consumers. Well, Kerry, it's clear that changes need to be made to put an end to patient fraud in the clinical trial world. Thanks for talking to me. For Outsourcing Pharma, this is Alexandria Pesich. <laughs>